Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. Stop over with me. This is part four. Luke chapter 24, and I pick the teaching up from verse 27 to 33, and I read, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village, whether they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrain him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? So I'm starting from verse 28. They drew, the Bible let us know, they drew nigh unto the village which they went and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrain him, saying, Abide with us. And I like this. He made as though he would have gone further, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us. So, why was he, children of God, why was he making out he was going further? Well, I believe the Bible let us know he had just expounded the word about himself to them. He could be eager to see and hear whether they had learned anything from his exposition. Jesus probably wanted to assess where they were at with the exposition of himself that he shared. He had shared about himself with them. And two, Jesus wanted I believe, to promote them to a new spiritual level of revelation. Why? Something had touched them about Jesus at the exposition or from the exposition of the scriptures um, that Jesus expounded to them. They were clearly... Um, affected by the handling of what they had seen and heard at the crucifixion and finally had the opportunity to fix their feelings of disturbed and traumatization in their right positions. Also, I believe they needed some deep, something deep to satisfy their grief and woe. They needed something to, deep to console and to soothe the traumatic scenes they had witnessed. Although Jesus made it clear to them in verse 26, I ought not, he said, ought not Christ have, to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Children of God, I want you to know, Jesus did not hesitate 
to point out who his support came from. He replied, stating his support came from Christ. It is Christ who assisted his sufferings, so the things he suffered would be the very things that reveal him as his glory. Amen. He was the, Jesus was the glory of God. What is his glory? His glory is Jesus Christ, which is God himself, the word that became flesh. So he, 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 that, that is why he said, ought oh, not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? His glory is Jesus Christ which is God himself, the word that became flesh, who came and made the invisible God visible. It was Jesus. In Colossians 1.15, you can have a look at it when you have the time. It was Jesus, the, the visible, that came to make the invisible God visible, who came to show the exact imprints of God's nature, Hebrew chapter 1, verses 3, who came and showed us the Father in himself, John 14, 7 to 14, who came that the love of God might be manifested, 1 John 4, verses 9. So Jesus did all of this because he came to glorify the Father God, John 17, verses 4. Jesus Christ is the glory of God. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Jesus said, Christ is, if you've been listening to my um, podcast, you, you would have heard me said time and time again that Christ, who is Christ? Christ is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. And that is the power, the dunamis power that supports Jesus through his crucifixion, through the pain and and the 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 the, um, the atrocities that he received. It was Christ. It was Christ, the burden removing. When he healed the sick and he raised the dead, and he said to Thomas, Thomas, have you not seen how I've been with you? And when Thomas asked him to show him the Father, and he said, Thomas, have you have been with you? Have you not seen? If you see me, you see the Father. He, it's, a, it's a Christ that was resident on the inside of him. Christ is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. So the Bible let us know they constrain him, saying, abide with us. And so Jesus pretended. He was progressing on with his journey, but the guys constrained him to stop over. And I believe verse 32 was the reason they constrained him to stop over. So let's just have a look at verse 32. Verse 32 said, and they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us, by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? See, children of God, something happens when the scripture is open unto children of God. What happened? When the scripture, which is the living word of God, your papa and my papa, 
something will happen. The scripture is my papa and it's your papa, your daddy, daddy God. The Bible said in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So when the scripture, which is the living word of God, is open unto us, his children, something will happen. When we touch the word of God, when we touch God's word, who is God himself, the word will be living to us. Why? God's word is living and operative. I repeat, God's word is living and operative. So when it's opened unto us, we will touch something. God's word is living and operative. Living refers to its nature. And operative refers to the work which it accomplishes in man according to the will of God. I'm going to say it again and I'm going to say it very slowly. God's word is living and operative. Why? Living refers to its nature and operative refers to the work which it accomplishes in man, you and I, according to the will of God. God's word does not pass away lightly, children of God. It always produces results. When the scripture is open, you can see you, you can see and you can hear your Papa God himself. You can, you, you can touch you, you can touch him, I mean. You can touch him and he, and he will be able to touch and he touches you. So he touch you and you can also touch him. You will know him and automatically recognize him. After all, he is your Papa God but he's touching you by his spirit. Amen. So how, how, how is he doing that? He's doing it by the spirit of God, which is his spirit that lives in me, touching you. Yes. So that's one of the ways that God communicates to us, his children. He communicates to us through the living word of God. And he has his vessels that he uses to communicate himself with us. Amen. You will hear the real spirit behind his word. You can identify because it will touch the core of your being. He touches your situation, your circumstances. It relates to everything you are going through. Amen. So they said, did not our heart burn within us? Yes, that's their level. That's where they started from. As soon as Jesus um, started the exposition of the word, what, what it did, it touches their heart. As I was saying before, did not our heart burn within, within us while he talked with us, by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And I'm sure if you're listening to me, that's exactly what is happening to you right now, your heart is beginning to burn. Why? Because the word of God is living. Amen. And while I am speaking the word, I am hearing it from Papa God to speak to his children. Amen. And if you continue listening to the word, 
you will start that part of you because the Bible said God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And the spirit part of the man is the part that God communicate with. The spirit part of the man is the spirit part of us, the man, his children, that is born again. It is the spirit part of us that receives eternal life. It's the spirit part of us that develops, amen, into a relationship with Papa God. Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures and he went in to tarry with them and i like this bit as well he said jesus he went in and tarry with them tarry means to stay tarry means to stay why the guys cared about him they cared about jesus why look how caught up they were about his crucifixion how do you feel about jesus children of god you're hearing about him through me. Amen. How do you feel about Jesus? Do you feel the same like these guys? Do you want him to be your savior? Jesus is the only way, only means, only door to Papa God. And there is no negotiation about it. Jesus, the son of God, is the only way only means and the only door to Papa God. He is the firstborn that is born from the dead. Now, if you have somebody else, please come and we'll talk. But Jesus is the only one that is being recorded with evidence that he rose from the dead, that he died for our sins that he was made atonement for our sins. His name is Jesus the Christ. Jesus is the only way, only means, only door to Papa God. And there is no negotiation about that. The Bible said no one cometh to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Or do you feel like the thieves who were crucified with him? The Bible let us to know one was hurling abusive words at him, but the other one was trying to shut him down by stating, we are guilty of the crime. We have, we have all right to be here, but he is not guilty. And he begged Jesus, please can you remember me when you go into your father's kingdom? Jesus said, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Look at that, children of God. The thief went from crucifixion to paradise. That's probably one of the sweetest deaths ever, from crucifixion to paradise. So back to the guys. Look how angry they were with Jesus before they found out that it was him. They were really, they were very angry with Jesus before they found out it was him. And I'm going to stop here today. Children of God, I'm going to come next week with the next le lesson um, with Jesus revealing himself to 
the guys. Um, I didn't want to add it on because it's quite a lot to take in and I prefer to chunk it down. Yes, so I'm going to pray. Papa God, I thank you for this lesson and for the grace to release it to your precious children. May your will be done and your purpose accomplished in the words you told me to teach your children. I pray, Father God, that you will find a way to release yourself through the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to your children. The Bible said your word is living and operative. Living refers to your nature and operative refers to the work which you accomplish according to the will of God for your children. I pray for a divine visitation, Father God. Bless your children who support my podcast and from Southern Cloud, Overcast, Spotify, Anchor, and all the other platforms that takes your word to your children all over the globe. You told me their angel shows their face in before the Father in heaven, even when they forward my pod, podcast on WhatsApp and Messenger, they're propagating the gospel. And you will acknowledge them before your Father in heaven. Bless them, Father God. Protect them. Oh, Father God, save them from all the wiles of the devil. Protect their children. Protect their business. Protect everything that concerns them, Father God, for the remaining days of this year into 2021 and beyond. Father God, protect your children all over the globe from sickness, from disease, from disappointments, from accidents, from disaster, from peril, from danger, from viruses, Father God. Protect them. You said in the word you will not allow any disease of the Egyptians to come near your children. Let the child, the children who are lost, who have lost their way, who are not able to see and hear. Father, I pray that you'll provide a way back because you're the way maker. You, you pray that you'll provide a way back home so they, that they can see, so that they can hear. Oh Lord, send your light so they can see, Father God. Send some, send some support, Father God. Send some counsel, Father God, to counsel them, Father God. Counsel their way back in the light, in the name of Jesus. Send a little word to reach them and to counsel them. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bless your name until we meet again. So, children of God, my next lesson will be chapter five, where I'm going to teach on um, from verse 30 onward, when Jesus sat at meat and the Bible said he took bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to them and something great happened to them. Something great happened to them. So that's my next lesson. This is Pastor Sandra checking out. Checking out. And God bless you.